I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Hilton. And if you are a long-time listener and you are looking forward to my podcast coming out every week, I just wanted to apologize that the last two weeks I didn't put out a podcast, you may have noticed, but my mum was in hospital and she lived four hours away from me and I really had to prioritize her and I'm making sure she was okay, which I'm sure you understand. She is doing fine. Um, It was kind of serious, but she's doing fine now and she's home and so that's amazing. I do love doing this podcast for you all, but I think it's a lesson for all of us, right, that sometimes other things have to take priority in life when we are just flat out busy um, and we have to drop everything for, you know, family, for for our health, for our mental health, whatever it is for you, for self-care, right? And sometimes that means not reaching your um, the goals that you've set for yourself. And it's kind of on this platform that I actually want to talk to you today, actually. So today I wanted to talk to you all about self-worth. And I know that self-worth on face value appears to have nothing to do with your fertility or even um, what I was talking about Uh, but it does. Okay. So hear me out because quite honestly, just between you and me, (laughs) I've seen and heard of many people getting pregnant with low self-worth, low self-esteem, right? They aren't prerequisites for getting pregnant. Okay. I'm not that naive. So why do I even mention it? Because when you are struggling to get pregnant and it has taken some time and it's taking its toll on you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, then damn straight it becomes significant in so many ways. And I'll highlight this for you today because you already know what works for the woman next door who gets pregnant easily is not what is going to work for you. You need a different approach. And it will become apparent, like I said, about how not having these things, this self-esteem and this self-worth can play a significant role in your fertility and your ability to set boundaries with yourself, with others, to advocate for yourself and things like that, which could be the difference between shifting that needle on your fertility, right? Now, self-worth and self-esteem are funny things because I'm sure um, some of you might be listening to this thinking my self-esteem and my self-worth are fine, right? And yet it is something that I actually talk to all of my clients about every single one of them, which I find really interesting because I sometimes think we don't go far enough. And it's not about being egotistical. It's about really stepping into that place of self-esteem and self-worth. So quite apart from the fact that after having tried for so long, you might have had those thoughts of, you know, running around in your head that for some reason you aren't worth a baby or maybe you were just not meant to be a mum, or somehow it's all your fault and how you're letting people down. And if only, if only you tried harder or didn't drink that glass of wine, you know, or maybe my husband will leave me if I can't do this or whenever I see my doctor, I get all confused and he just treats me poorly. If, can you see where I'm going with this? 
those are all a result of your self-esteem and your self-worth taking a battering. Because without these two things, things will hold you back. Self-esteem and self-worth just became top priority in your fertility journey. Well, at least extremely important, okay? And today you better believe that I'm going to be highlighting even more reasons why that working on your mental health and your self-worth is imperative right now, even if you think you don't have self-worth issues. So today we're going to look at what self-esteem and self-worth are because there is a subtle distinction between them and how it can affect your journey. So just quickly, self-esteem is kind of more like the thoughts and beliefs we have about ourselves, right? That we are a good person, for example. That's our self-esteem. And self-worth is about knowing your own value. Knowing, you know, it's quite a different thing between knowing you're a good person to knowing your own value. Uh, Knowing you have value in the world beyond what you do, for example, like, okay, you're a scientist. What does that actually mean? But what is your value as a human being? Uh, But I'll probably use them a little bit interchangeably throughout this because that difference is extremely subtle most of the time, not all the time though. Now, low self-esteem can be displayed in many different ways, but here are some of those ways. It can be things like sensitivity to criticism, right? Do you find that you're sensitive to people correcting you on anything, right? Um, I was talking to someone the other day who spends ages upon ages checking documents for spelling errors, which would seem more appropriate maybe if she was a journalist. And I know that she set this incredibly high standard for herself and that's not a bad thing to do in life. Um, but it's when it holds you back from getting things done. And if, you know, someone found a spelling mistake, they would be mortified and feel less than and feel like they're a failure because of it, right? We tend to do things like this if we're trying to avoid any criticism because we crumble under its weight. It's self-protection, right? If I have no spelling mistakes, then I can't be criticized. But unfortunately, life is not free from observations and mistakes and things like that. And this sensitivity leads over into perfectionism, right, which is a unicorn. It can't be achieved. And then a low resilience for other things as well. So when life becomes difficult, we have a low resilience to be able to deal with those difficult things. So perfectionism, like I mentioned, is another one of those things. And perfectionism or those type A personalities or those sensitive to the criticism of others often find themselves in that people-pleasing role then, right? Sacrificing way too much of themselves for others, draining their energy, not wanting to be a burden to others when they clearly need help themselves, Uh, saying yes to things that they really want to say no to, being a punching bag for people rather than speaking up and saying, no, that's not okay. Um, You know, because, you know, when, and when they're saying yes to things, it's because they just can't, um, even, even if they can't do it, um, they do it anyway, right? Even if they're like totally spent. So they're not valuing themselves and they're not valuing their own time and they're not valuing their own needs and wants to to the detriment of themselves and, I would argue, everyone else around them. 
and there is a uh, there is a lack of self care also, right? Because we aren't listening to ourselves, we aren't listening to our bodies and what we need. We're sacrificing ourselves over and over again for other people. We don't have healthy boundaries in that way, and it becomes that inability then to just sit down on the couch and watch your favorite show without massive amounts of guilt, right? Um, you know, if you can't sit still on the couch and watch, you know, your favorite show, then, you know, we need to look at that, you know, because the thoughts are there. Oh, I have so much to do. I have to clean the house. I have to do the laundry. I can't possibly relax, you know, um, or the bargaining, right? When I get this done, then I will deserve it because we think we have to grind ourselves into the ground to actually deserve the good thing that we wanted, the massage, the time out to watch TV. But by the time we deserve things, and I am air quoting as I'm saying this, we are usually burnt out. And quite honestly, then that self-care thing that you do is honestly, in my opinion, just a good start, right? Um, I went and had a massage the other day and my back had been terrible for ages, but I had a bit of a cold, so I literally couldn't go. And I had that first massage and I walked out going, that's a good start, right? Because my back needed some work. One wasn't going to cut it, but this is where we get ourselves into. But here is just a good life tip, right? You don't have to do anything to deserve that self-care. It's quite a notion that most of us have adopted that we need to do something in order to deserve something else, usually the good things in life, right? But maybe that is to stop us living a completely hedonistic lifestyle. I don't know. Maybe that's ingrained in us in some way because so we're not, just not all hedonistic. Or maybe because we were taught that when you clean your room, then you can play, <laughs> kind of, you know, um, buying into that whole regime but no one then ever taught us right how important it is to make sure we don't get completely burnt out and spend our lives in this burnout recover burnout recover burnout recover style of living right whatever happened to balance it's fine to go look when I get this task done then I'll then I can sit down and enjoy more of my day because we all have responsibilities. We all have things to do. I get that. So it's not about that, but it's when we can't sit still, when we're just so tired that the thought of doing anything is like so overwhelming, but we do it anyway because we can't relax. Like that's a problem. One day of sitting on the couch and ignoring the laundry and the kitchen being a mess and your house being a mess isn't going to be the make or break of you and the make or break of you as a responsible human being, right? You know, so like I was saying, whatever happened to balance, you know, so the minute you go on holiday, you don't get sick, but you just thoroughly enjoy yourself instead. Or maybe you're one of these people that, um, you know, apologize for everything, I was a massive apologizer, I have to be honest. And I mean, I know that I apologized at the beginning of um, this podcast, but I sincerely mean it because, you know, if you um, are enjoying this podcast and it's been your sanity, then like I'm, I love what I do and I love putting it out there for you, but I'm not sorry in a way that, you know, I know that I didn't do, you know, 
I did what was right for me and I'm not sorry about that. Do you get the difference? But I've seen people apologizing to me before, like as um, them as my client for things that don't even warrant an apology, right? And this isn't judgment. This isn't judgmental that they did that. It's more commentary on when I realized just how much they needed more of that sense of empowerment to step back into self-worth, you know, how their self-worth needed a little boost, how their mindset and how they looked at these things needed um, maybe some perspective. And low self-esteem and low self-worth can cause depression, anxiety, lack of self-care, like we talked about, and heightened sense of fears right which leads course leads into the anxiety and so when you're already down and out on your fertility journey and you're feeling a bit anxious about everything then all these other fears that really maybe wouldn't have been fears before just get really heightened we read other people's stories and we take them on as like this is what's going to happen to me you know in the future and I'm now I'm fearful of that as well when that's you know maybe not what's going to happen uh so low self-worth and low self-esteem too is even tolerating unreasonable behavior from others or not feeling on an equal footing in a relationship and I you know I would say that even goes to your doctor so let's look at how improving your self-worth improves your outcomes for fertility and for your life in general, really. Okay, so number one, when you have value, you set appropriate boundaries for yourself with others. For example, you don't put up with a doctor who's making you feel less than or talking down to you. Or if you experience this, you speak up for yourself because you realize that you are paying them money for your health care. And this doesn't have to be a doctor, right? This could be anyone in your life who's, you know, uh, making you feel less than or not taking the time with you that you need, right? When you have self-worth, you eliminate or limit time with these people in your life um, and you don't do their bidding. You know when to say no to something. No, I don't want to go out tonight even though I have nothing else on. You don't have to add that last bit. No, I can't help you with that. No, I can't stay back late on that day. You know, I have something else planned. No, I'm not going to fold the laundry tonight. You might be saying no to yourself, right? I need to relax and watch this show or talk to my friend. And it's not to say that the answer on another day to those things isn't yes. But you know the difference for yourself. You don't believe in burnout. And so you know when to say yes to yourself and when to say no. And yeses might be yes I will have a massage this week, even though I had one last week. <laughs> yes, I will go out with the girls for a drink because my life is about balance. And 90% of the time, I'm so healthy right now. Yes, I will spend three hours making that cake for your birthday, even though I'm busy because I love baking and it lights me up so much. And I really get a lot of joy out of that, right? If you bring more joy into your life. When did we stop living our lives to be happy? And like I said, not hedonistic, but happy. We compromise ourselves so much and then we don't prioritize ourselves and value ourselves enough. We don't do the self-care because we don't deserve it. We don't you know, change doctors. 
um, because they have a degree, uh, even though they aren't very nice people, right? Not everyone, of course, very nice doctors out there, and there's many of them. Uh, we don't see the joy we got out of the night with our friends having a drink because it deviated from our fertility diet and therefore, you know, we consider ourselves a bad person rather than seeing the immense joy that we got from that night out that we really needed. And not having that value will mean that you don't advocate for yourself when you need to medically or otherwise, right? Somebody saying, just relax, it will happen. You advocate for yourself you walk away you say something to them right we won't nurture ourselves when we need it on this journey we drill our mental and emotional health into the into the ground not realizing that this is the one thing that can help us to keep going to get our dream and to overcome the hurdles and the obstacles that are thrown at us We go to that appointment expecting we will get that referral we want or to start IVF, but instead we walk around, you know, walk out with um, having more tests to do and we're so frustrated and we feel defeated and miserable and say, what's the point anyway? And we stop and delay our tests and feel like the journey has punched us down again rather than seeing it like having our moment of frustration and or even talking to the doctor about it in the moment and saying, why can't you give me the referral now? Why can't I start now? And then hearing that, no, these tests will be important to the process. And so then you go and get them done straight away and see it as just another stepping stone, another piece of the puzzle to success, right? Allowing yourself the time, the energy, the space, and the balance that you need on this journey. And it comes down to having that self-esteem and that self-worth healthy. It becomes everything. So ask yourself now where you're not valuing, valuing yourself in your life. Because, you know, I'd say that many of us might have selfie, healthy self-esteem or healthy um, self-value, but there might be an area of your life that you need to explore where, where maybe you're not valuing yourself enough. And take some time out to do it. Value yourself now. I know that you already deserve it. And I'll talk to you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, 
access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.